So how does it feel to be another year older and wiser? You knew I was going to bring it up. You knew I was going to bring it up. That's real rude. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday week. Thanks. Kai's official birthday was on Tuesday. It was. Everybody, so. It was a good one. Make sure to reach out and tell him happy birthday. Yeah. You haven't already. With (laughs) slide into his DMs. Here we the, go. The ultimate birthday <laughs> present. Just oh. a picture of your dick with happy birthday. Who was that guy talking? What's that other voice? Do we have a guest today? We have a mm-hmm. guest, yes. Who is she? The good <laughs> uh the good doctor Shane is with us the, today. The doctor is in. The doctor is um, in. Shane is visiting us from Nashville. He is Nashville. an avid listener. Um and kind of a content contributor every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so welcome, Shane. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Always happy to have another guest. Yes. Um, I was going to say, okay, so yes, yeah, it was my birthday on Tuesday. Um, I have a mini gripe. Ooh. And it's ridiculous. Is it about me? No. It's probably about me. No, no, no. <laughs> so I posted a story. On the gram, yes, right. Um, t- 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 you know, say it was my birthday to acknowledge myself. Yeah, and I saw that I had a hundred and hundred thousand likes uh, and and views. But nobody actually. Told but not you that happy many. Birthday. But not that many <laughs> happy birthdays. So like people are watching it, uh-huh. but they didn't like reply to your exactly. story to say happy birthday. It was a great handful of folks that did. So thank you guys. That is a mini great for sure. Isn't that funny? Yeah, rude. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you remember that time that the happy birthday on Facebook was like a thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like you would look forward to that? Yes. And now I'm just kind of like, I mean, I appreciate all those, all those, you know, those acknowledgements, but it's not that big of a deal. Remember when people would, um, this happened, would happen all the time where someone would text someone and say happy birthday and they'd say, Hey, thanks, but can you put that on my Facebook Stop. wall? Why, <laughs> Captain, take it too far. Isn't take it, it too, too far. much, yeah, right? that crosses the line. Um, I have been petty enough mm-hmm. to count how many people told me happy birthday <laughs> on my Facebook <laughs> I've done that before. Well, they tell you now. Yeah. This person and X amount more people had said happy birthday to you. Um, so... My birthday one year was on a Sunday. This was a couple years ago, 2016. Uh-huh. And um, my birthday's in November, so it was a couple days before the election. Uh-huh. You, I would so, not be overshadowed by this election. No, I didn't get that many happy birthdays because <laughs> my birthday was on a Sunday. And then Trump won, and I was like, I'm oh, off God. Facebook. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm done. I didn't get that many happy birthdays. 45 won. I can't be on Facebook anymore. Can I tell you, so one... I feel like sometimes we have excessive friends on Facebook, right? And so there's that thing that says, it's so-and-so's birthday today. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't really know you, or tight, if I'm not tight with you, then I would remove you on your birthday. Oh, I know that's so rude, you guys. <laughs> I'm, it's just terrible. See, I don't even have my birthday listed on Facebook, because <laughs> I don't want the, the attention. gratuitous... <laughs> Happy birthdays. Like, you only know it's my birthday because... Because you know me. You saw it on Facebook. Right. But I don't see anything that's wrong not wrong. with yeah, that. That's not wrong. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad thing. wrong with that. It's but hard like to yours, remember things. I have it in my calendar. Yes. So you're good. Okay. That's you're kind good. of like um, 
my address right. Like, if I've given you my address once, <laughs> you need to put it in your phone so right. you always know where I live. Right. To send me a card or to get directions. Yes. Don't text me the day of. Don't text me the day of. <laughs> for directions. Nobody did that at my, for they, my party. You're training them well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you had a low country boil yep. on Sunday. Sunday. Um, which was hella fun. Good. It was so much fun. Glad y'all had fun. Um, you should probably tell people what's in a low country boil. So low country boil is standard southern fare. It's like good party food because you dump everything in a pot mm-hmm. and it all cooks together mm-hmm. and then it's you, you know, scoop it out. So it's traditionally shrimp, potatoes, corn, and kielbasa style sausage. But this year... He went all out, y'all. Y'all went all out. Aaron added crab to the mix. It was hella crab. Oh. It was so much crab. I was Good like, box. I felt bad for having two crabs. <laughs> that, that was very decadent. It was so... So it was like whole crab? Whole crab. Or, oh, shit. Because mm-hmm. Aaron's been crabbing. Oh. Yeah, so okay. you can... It's crab season out yep. in the Puget Sound. And Aaron has lost his mind over like <laughs> fishing and crabbing and so he puts out crab pots all the time so we have a lot he said that he had like this was like barely anything that y'all had in your freezer mm-hmm. and I was like okay then I'll have another crab yeah <laughs> we wouldn't put it out there if we didn't want people to eat it it was really yummy yeah I'm yeah. glad you had fun yeah we've so been doing a out, lot of oh, I'm sorry it turned out good it turned out good so. yeah it was hella hot what do you mean like oh spicy? the weather the weather oh. no it's, it's just all day in there you can still make it spicy. Oh, okay. Tabasco. It wasn't. It wasn't spicy though. Tabasco. <laughs> um, Beyonce Tabasco. But yeah, had some nice, nice shade out there. Mm-hmm. You know, had some crab pot. It was delicious. Good. Yeah. I'm glad y'all have fun. Um, I'm ready to be entertained. You know what I mean? Like we've been doing a lot of entertaining. Oh, I see. I'm it's ready your to turn. be entertained. Now it's your turn. Somebody can invite me over. Beyonce's coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um. So, my mom and dad get in tonight. Tonight? Yeah, they'll entertain You're just, You keep enter- entertaining folks. They'll entertain me for a little bit. That's cute. Yeah. So, did you hear about this? Tell me. Ivanka Trump is officially mm. closing her fashion Brands. line. Mm-hmm. I say that in quotes. Yes. Because, was there ever any fashion involved? I don't, exactly. This is a mini gripe. When, because she was like a C-list celebrity again in quotes before this whole presidency and uh-huh. advisor came up and I'm like you're just slapping your name on some you know JC Penney style clothes right. is that fashion no no that's not fashion. that's capitalism that's you making money off of somebody else's work correct now who's buying Ivanka Trump's clothes Ex- right I mean grimace I just know her brand stuff because it's TJ Maxx style yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like bad on the barrel, consignment e not even consignment. Polyester. Yes. It's like it's cheap, it's worse than disposable. It's cheap workwear, <laughs> yes. I'd say. Like it's like kind of Ann Taylor, but not even as good quality. Right. Like stuff that you wear to work, correct? She actually took credit for coming up with the idea of women's business casual. Oh, wow. She said that she did that with her Ivanka Trump fashion line. Really? She did. Bitch. <laughs> like, Banana <laughs> no, Republic and Ann Taylor have been around oh my God. a long uh-huh. time. She's crazy. And so she's saying that she's shutting down her fashion line 
to focus on her policy advisory role to her dad. She she should switch jobs. Go back to the fashion thing. But it's (laughs) like, everybody knows that your line was tanking. It was probably bleeding money. Actually, I read Steinmart rebranded. They took the Ivanka Trump labels off and put like another label on it. Oh, interesting. Because it wasn't selling. Uh-huh. So what label did they put on it? It was, I can't remember. It was nothing you've heard of. What's so funny is, is that she claims she shut down her label because it was a quote unquote conflict of interest. Well, that's, so now? after well, years Yeah, after exactly. Fact. Like, no, shouldn't you have recognized that? Wow. Isn't this why your father ran in the first place? Like, to personally gain from that? Yeah. Um, so. um, speaking of fashion, Uh-oh. there's another controversy that's fashion adjacent. Let me tell you about it. Um, so are we familiar with Pose, the TV show Pose? I've heard of it. So I think it's on FX. Is that um, the case? I think so. Yeah. So it's um, called Pose, and uh, it's pretty groundbreaking. Um, what makes it cool? What makes it groundbreaking is that it's bringing ball culture to light. Ball culture. Ball. The balls. So, um, New York, think balls. Like galas. Right. Okay. Oh, I thought you meant like sports. No, balls. I thought you meant (laughs) nuts. (laughs) So the balls were this thing that started, I don't know, was it late 70s or early 80s? I've heard of this. Um, This is where where Vogue came from. Okay. Okay, so... um, a lot of people of color and trans queer folks, they sort of idolized high fashion, but they could never be part of that world. And so they created this community um, called Balls where you would um, you would vogue and you would be fashiony and be provocative. Um, and you know like when RuPaul says uh, realness? So that's where that comes from. So it was this thing where you wanted to emulate a certain look that you weren't a part of naturally, like military realness. So they'd have these, these categories where you would dress up like a military person and give that persona, and then you'd be judged on it. Oh, right? Okay. And so like, there's, that's, that's where Banjo Girl realness comes from. Like, you're not really Banjo Girl, but you're dressing as one and just giving that, that vibe, right? So... Um, it's a very underground thing. And it came to light with the movie Paris is Burning, um, which, again, just sort of showcased this culture and vogue and, you know, the plight of trans people. Um, so when did that culture begin? I want to say late 70s, early 80s. I think there's an earlier history of that. Because, Possibly. Yeah, yeah, because there's a film called Looking for Langston, Langston Hughes, mm. um, who is queer, um, very little well-known. Um, but back in the, like, 1920s and, and early 1930s, they were doing similar types of balls. Mm. Um, so I, I'm assuming it probably has, like... A lineage from it. Yeah, a historical yeah. tradition from that. So says the scholarship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Pose is now featuring... It's, it's like a... A, a fun drama, right? Okay. Uh, James Vanderbeek is in it. Oh, hey! Um, and there's he a... Gay? Does he play? I don't know what he plays, honestly. Um, but uh, 
so it's showcasing this this culture, and what I love is that they have brought on some real life Vogue choreographers. Um, one of them is her name is Leomi Maldonado, and she came to like remember that show um, on MTV. America's Best Dance Crew. Mm-hmm. So she was part of Vogue Evolution. And so they kind of killed it. They People loved them. And Lil Mama, um, do you know that rapper, Lil Mama? Uh, my lit glass be popping. My lit, my uh, lit yeah, glass yeah, is coat. Yeah. So yeah. Oh she did the wrong thing, and she outed Leomi as a trans person on the show. Why would you do that? I, mean, I think she just wanted a, a glow up. She wanted, okay. You know what I'm saying? And so, anyways, people kind of knew, but at the same time, it was just not, that was not her story to tell. Correct. So, Laomi is is now a choreographer on the show. Um, and so, she's like entrenched in that world, right? Mm-hmm. So, there's another, there's a choreographer, choreographer, dancer named Brian Friedman, who has danced, he's legit, he's, he's danced with Britney and and Janet, and he's he's a really talented dancer choreographer. He has decided to create a thing called the event, and part of the event is something he calls the ball. And he's saying it's a competition for you to dress up and do solo dances, battling, you know, and it's just too much like underground balls, right? And so there's this controversy now where she called Ryan out on ballroom appropriation. Um, because it, it is like, he has kind of no business in this world. I think that, that because he has such a huge following on social media, that he thinks that he has the right to bring this thing to life. It's not unlike when Madonna did Vogue, mm. you know. Um, so Madonna had no right to do Vogue? Is that what you're saying? She, did she, she brought, I mean, she brought it to light. I just don't think that she honored the art form in its real way. You know what I mean? And that also she was appropriating it without giving credit. Correct. Which I think is the real... Right. But is she not shining a spotlight on it, though? I feel like this is kind of like the Scarlett Johansson. It's absolutely right. the same situation. Is she, but to what end, though? And to what profit? Right. When people say that, I never know what that means. To what end? Like, what, what, what is the reason she's doing this? Is it to honor the art, or is it to... Cr- to create a new image for herself, mm. you know, that she can profit on and, and people look at her as being a cutting edge thing when she's actually just taking from it. She would be a culture vulture. Remember that word? <laughs> 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 Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I think that, because I'm thinking about myself when I saw the Vogue video, right? Mm-hmm. So a young, impressionable female in South Carolina, and I don't even know any of that exists. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's like opening a door to something that I didn't know existed before. Right. So it's hard for me to like hate on it. Now, if I was in New York and that was my scene and I'm like, she's taking that from me. Mm-hmm then I would feel differently about it. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Because I knew, because I watched Paris is Burning when I was like eight. I yeah, went to I've the video store. Did you really? Oh, yeah. I, I was like, it. yeah. It's on Netflix. It's great. Um, it's heartbreaking. It's beautiful. Um, Y'all know I don't like sad things. I'm watching Dawson's Creek. Right <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so do not watch the season finale or the, the like the end the end finale of Dawson's Creek because you will bawl your fucking eyes out. But she's okay with crying. <laughs> oh yeah, I like. She'll the, be invested up to that point. It's just 
I feel like the world is sad enough that I want my entertainment to, <laughs> to be, be light completely and fluffy. entertainment. Yeah, agreed. So that's happening in the dance world. So um, this is like real life drama. It is. People are. Yeah. So she got called out for being trans, and now she's calling somebody else out yeah. for well, like. Yeah, I mean, that, that, usurping. Yeah, that is that happened a long time ago. You know. Yeah. Um, and is this all on the show? No. That, oh, no, so this, this is, is like... This is real life shit. Okay. Yeah. So the show itself is not... He just gave us a lot of background. I yeah, yeah. exactly. So the the real... The show is not like... So what genre is the show, I guess, my question is. I mean, it's a little everything. It's like... But it's is it drama, like... It's comedy. Um, but is it like fiction? Is it like a fictional yes, story? Yes, it's a fictional okay. story. Yeah, yeah. Because it sounded like it was like a like a mini documentary. Oh no, no, the no, way no. that you were got it. it so. Yeah, thanks for clarifying. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Vacations um, and celebrity news. Yeah, talk. Demi Lovato. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's only 25. She's gone through some stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and she's been very like out in the open with it. So she the other day, I believe it was Monday or Tuesday, was taken to the hospital from an apparent heroin overdose. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. My thing. My question. Y'all know I don't do drugs. Really? It's she like... Just, <laughs> she just pops pills. That's her drugs. Y'all know I just take that oxy. So, if somebody... Like, what kind of people do you hang out with that they're like, how do you even start doing heroin? Well, here's Somebody the says, you want some heroin? So, I heard that they're concluding it's heroin because of what they gave her to detox. Okay. You know that so, Narcan or... Right. Whatever it is to have, have her... Bring you back to life. She was yeah. in rehab? Yeah. She's... Oh. She's I like... She's got an eating disorder. Yeah. She's an alcoholic, an addict. Mm-hmm. Like, she's self-mutilated. I kind of feel like show business is not where she needs to be she for her to... mental health. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? She should... Because if you're having... If you have these many demons, take care of that shit first. Do you know what I mean? You've heard what Lindsay Lohan did. She opened up like a bar in in Greece. In Greece, I yes. read this whole magazine <laughs> article. Well, I don't even yeah. know about this. She has like completely stepped off like the American stage, right? So yeah. now she's in Greece, opening up beach clubs. Oh, okay. And I guess they're going off. They're called the Lohan, and oh. so she. My interpretation is she is using them as like a form of recovery. Which, Which is really interesting. But that's not... I think that's great. But Because yeah. I know a lot of AA meetings happen in bars. You know what really? I mean? Yeah. It's like confronting your bullshit right straight up, straight ahead. Right. Yeah. Right. Because my understanding is that, like, typical AA meetings don't happen in bars. Yeah, they're in church basements. Well, yeah, and it's So like, I guess, like, in against... LA... <laughs> when I was in LA, I knew a lot of people that went to AA meetings at bars. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. You know, more power to you. Yeah, because like you said, you're confronting. Yeah, like, we're gonna sit the in the face disease. of these this, this booze. Which is what my understanding that most psychotherapists suggest mm. is that in order to confront that addiction, you have to literally confront it. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's interesting, the Lohan. Yeah, that was a good. Um, you know how New York Times does their like Sunday magazine? They did a whole thing on Lindsay mm. Lohan. So, of course, I read that shit. Yeah. Like, I think it was in their paper, too, because I get the paper, like, the physical paper. <laughs> so maybe it was in a mag article. Well, it was probably just a rerun, because um, I remember reading it in the New yeah. York Times. So. so, Demi, we feel you, girl. And then Lena Dunham, whom I follow on Instagram, said something about, like, you're a vessel. What does that mean? That what are, was, what's the context? It was like, 
I understand like you're being a vessel. We're all rooting for you. Uh, so I didn't know if that was like a term that I people use that I don't know. I'm not sure what Seems like she's using the term inappropriately. Like when Ivanka Trump uses the word architected. <laughs> I mean, it seems like a wrongful use of the word. I don't know. But you're a vessel. Like, what is that? Yeah, mean? I don't think that you're makes sense. Okay. Sorry, Lena. Bye, girl. Um, and then I just want to talk about my drive-by racism that I had oh. happen to me the other night. That's fun. It was so weird. I know. We're talking about really, like... We're not getting, getting into it, y'all. <laughs> so the other night, Aaron, um, Charlotte, Bella, myself are walking uh, in Edmonds. And um, a guy in, like, a gray, like, Ford Focus-esque type hatchback drives by us and he's in the car by himself mm. and he just yells the n-word out the window to us to you to yeah mm-hmm. and uh Aaron and I just look at each other like huh did that just happen mm-hmm. and I feel like I don't know if our listeners know that but my husband is white as am, <laughs> as am I like, so our Charlotte is white uh-huh. our dog is black <laughs> but like I mean, why would you, Aaron was like, was he, I don't, he was like, do like black people live at that house? Like, were we in front of the house? Uh We were so confused. Trying to figure out the why. The why behind Uh it. And he continues to drive by and then he puts his hand out the window. Like, like he just like, like shrugs his hand. uh Like, I don't know. Right. Like deal with it on your own. Kind of. That was like the vibe I was getting. Uh huh. So, so I mean, I think it's perfect because racism makes no sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> right? This incident makes zero sense to me. This is 2018, mm-hmm. y'all. Just random N-words flying out the window mm-hmm. of the car. Um, I'm sorry that happened. Yeah, it made me feel weird. Uh, but to piggyback off of that, I got to call out Minneapolis, my old place where I lived. Um so recently in Minneapolis, there's a 13-year-old boy named Joaquin Faulkner that lives there, and he's a black 13-year-old kid, and he decided to open up Mr. Faulkner's old-fashioned hot dogs. Okay. Right. Oh, to like raise money. To raise money. So someone called uh, the authorities <laughs> and said that he doesn't have the right permitting. And they try to shut his shit down, which I think is awful. Yeah. Right? So Minneapolis decides that they're going to help him out. And so the health inspector came out, and they showed him how to properly handle all the food. They bought him equipment to keep his food safe. Oh, my gosh. They bought what him. What a feel-good story. They bought him a business permit. Oh, my God. That's amazing. I know. And so, and he did this to raise money to buy clothes. School clothes, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, that's awesome. And some prick called the cops on him. But. Was this after? This was. Like. After what? After he got, like, all the. Oh, no, no, no. This was before. Oh, before. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then people are just like, I'm supporting this kid now. And I think it's awesome. And he's like doing pop-ups everywhere and it's raising more money. And a part of his um, profits he's giving to um, organi- organizations that help with depression. Hmm. And I was like, this is so awesome. 13-year-old kid. 13-year-old. Wow, yeah. good for him. So thank you, Minneapolis, for turning what could have been a really ugly situation into something 
positive. I knew you could do it. I saw another good story about Minneapolis oh, yeah? on yeah. the news last night. Um, cops are, you know, pulling people over for having headlights out or not using their blinker or things like that. Mm-hmm. Instead of giving people tickets, they're giving them coupons to go get them fixed mm-hmm. free of charge. Well, that's good. Minneapolis yeah. police needs to do that because they have a terrible reputation. That's why they're doing they it. They really have an awful, awful reputation. Yeah. So this is a good first step, y'all. Was this, was Philando Castile, was he in Minneapolis? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they 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 mentioned that in the mm. news story, that they're trying to, like, turn the, I guess, their reputation around and... Yeah. Yeah. So that was a nice feel-good story, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, because, like, if you're on Cops, the first reality TV show that kind of hit the air and you're cast in a poor light like Minneapolis would have been, that's problematic. That leads us. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. I like that. <laughs> Into our topic for today. Yeah. So we're talking about reality TV gripes today. Yes. So first question I want to ask you guys is I don't care if you're ashamed about it or not, what reality shows are on your radar that you watch? Mm. That I currently watch. Or that like y- you're willing to share. Oh. <laughs> Real Housewives. You, all of them, though? No, I don't, and I don't currently watch them. Okay. But if I have a moment mm-hmm. and I turn on Bravo when it's on, I'm not gonna turn it away. I'll keep it on. So any any Housewives? Yeah. Any Housewives? Okay. What else? The Handmaid's Tale. Oh wait, that's, that's not reality. Uh, Just kidding. <laughs> um, who would have thought? Um, RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. Um, we started watching again, so you think you can dance? Oh, I forgot about that one. Um, which, it has its issues, uh-huh. but I watch it because obviously the dancing, but the music on that show is actually really good. Mm. Um, they pick good songs. Yeah, that's where you got. Well, I gave you the the medicine song. Oh yeah, from yeah. Daughter. Daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also watch Mama June from Hot Tonight. No. Oh, yes, I do. So when I was in Nashville <laughs> visiting him, yes, I like it was like TV time. Did we watch that? You, we sure did. Oh, I was shit. like, is this we bitch we putting on fucking Honey Boo Boo? Yes. And he did. And I was, so, like, and I was yeah. like looking at, looking at his husband, JD, like, is this for real? And he's like, uh-huh, it's for real. So <laughs> I watched Mama June from Hot to Not to have perspective because it could always be much more shittier. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, life isn't so bad. You know, after you watch an episode or two of Mama June. What is she up to um, these days? Well, you know she lost a lot of weight. Yeah, I saw that um, on People. Yeah, she had, like, the weight loss surgery and everything. Um, and the season ended with her, like, she had a disconnected retina. Like, there was, like, some serious... I think serious that's going to happen to me. Glaucoma? Is that what it's called? Glaucoma? No, it's it's completely separate. Oh, it is. Glaucoma is when you have, like, cloudiness. Oh. I'm not a Anyways. I'm not that type of doctor. <laughs> um, but the disconnected retina is like a separate issue. And she thought she was going to go blind. Yeah. Right. Yeah. See, that I was there for that part. <laughs> and she was real scared. Yeah. And she went to the hospital that was like hours away from her house while her little daughter was like going to give birth. Yeah. Right? So I know. I know way too much about this. When now her daughter, her daughter had moved out of the house. Pumpkin. <laughs> sugar, I know she and Sugar Bear got a divorce. Yeah. Um, Sugar Bear is with <laughs> Jennifer. Um, oh, that's a hot shitty mess. That should be a spinoff show. Because I, <laughs> um, I would watch it. 
Um, but yeah, for perspective. Like my like this is their lives, mine is okay. Kind of Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> to, to get some perspective. Especially if you've had like a super shitty day and you're like, <laughs> okay. This yeah, that thing that just happened is not so bad. Um, um what else do you watch? Anything that's noteworthy? Check that down. I no, go ahead. I watch Terrace House. We all yes. know this. Yes, this it's is like, like your the most favorite show. benign Japanese reality show where there's like no script and usually nothing happens and I'm obsessed with it. Um, because it's like actual reality? Yes. It's not... And there's like some drama, you know, um, that happens. But it's not... There's very little of, of tearing each other down. Whereas with Housewives, I feel like that's such a thing. You yes. know what I mean? Like they love to tear each other down. And it will give you cancer to watch that. Although I love me some Nene Leakes. Yeah. Who's from Atlanta mm-hmm. on the Atlanta show. Um, Who is also a comedian. I believe that. She was at Zany's, the comedy club in Nashville, mm. doing like a special show. Did like, you see it? No. Oh. Um, it was I wonder if she's good. Yeah. I would, I don't know. Because I feel I like she's go. good with another person because she can like trash on them, mm-hmm. right? But if you're like just kind of talking to the ether, are you funny? Yeah, that's you know? hard. It's a it whole, is hard. a special set of skills. Another uh, reality person that is a stand-up comic is uh, Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye. Oh. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He's funny. He had that, that um, Gay of Thrones <laughs> special on Funny or Die, and he just got an Emmy nomination for it. Oh, my gosh. For that and for Queer Eye, obviously. Um, and he does stand-up, and I guess he does well in it. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. I guess... Yeah, Queer Eye I watch, even though I haven't been that thrilled with season right. two. I think that's the consensus with most people that watch it, is that season one was way better. Season two is okay. Feels a little contrived, maybe. A little bit. Yep. Um, I watch a lot of HGTV. Does oh, that yeah. count? <laughs> I don't think that counts. That's I it. think it does. That kind of counts. Because, oh. I mean, they, they use the same rubric as, like, reality TV shows. Like, you have to have, like, scripted drama. Um, like... Um, contrived fights and stuff like that. Like, There's tension that has to be created. Yeah, and like, you know... This Will they buy this house or not? <laughs> like, one show that does it a lot is, you know, the flipper flop show with... Tarek and Christina. Yeah, and now, I don't uh, and now they're divorced, and so there's this whole like, even though it's the same type of show, uh-huh. there's like all this drama that spins out from the fact that they're now divorced and they still work together. Oh, that's so happening. Yeah. interesting. I think she's getting her own show though too. Probably. And I yeah, and I feel like he wanted to go on The Bachelor. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Is he Bachelor worthy? I don't think. Can we talk about The Bachelor for a second? Yes, because I, used I to, have lots of gross about The <laughs> I used to watch The Bachelor, and then I was like, I can't handle this. It's too... I just want to say that I've never watched one season Are you? Did you watch Bachelor an episode? or Bachelorette. Okay. Because I guess for me, you know, there's all that tension that happens, and there's like all these women fighting each other, which I think people love, right? Mm-hmm. And then at the end, I don't care if they're going to get married or not. I don't care who he picks. You wanna know if, like, the irony of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette is I think one of their, like, top fans are mostly religious people oh, in the South. Really? Like, people in the South, especially they, women in the South, love The Bachelor but and The why? Bachelorette. why? Um, 
Do we know? Because it's low hanging fruit. Uh-huh. I mean, like super low hanging. Hi Southerners. Hi Southerners. <laughs> I can say that. I'm from Mississippi, so I can say that shit. Um, but I mean, yeah. like, I have a lot of cousins that watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, and they always have like the character, right? The the villain, uh-huh. right? And then the cute one, mm-hmm. and there's like these roles that are sort of uh, implanted on these these different people. Well, they use archetypes. Yeah, right. right. That's my, that's kind of like my number one gripe. So my first reality show that I ever watched was uh, Real World. Oh. Yes, I put that. Real World Road Rules. Do you yep. remember Road Rules? Did you, New York. Did the first one. Yep. That was lit. That was the shit. And that was like actual... Reality TV. Reality. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah. weren't like personalities. It wasn't scripted. Right. Yeah. So I'd say, what was it like the first three or four seasons were actually pretty good because you had San Francisco mm-hmm. with Pedro. Pedro Zamora. Yep. Uh-huh. And then what were the other ones? New LA. Orleans. New Orleans was my favorite because it had the the really hot gay guy on there. Like, I don't know her. I don't know her. Um, I, don't I only, I only watched name. New York, the very first one with with Eric Nice and Heather B. Yeah. And um, and then like Eric, I mean, they went on to have careers on MTV. Oh yeah, well he had the grind. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So then, and then it's like. But after that, I didn't watch, but like you guys did. Yeah, but then they, and this is what happens with every good show, right? Mm-hmm. Well, good in quotations. <laughs> so there's because like the first season of Housewives, because I remember watching that. It was the Real Housewives of. Orange County, I think, was like... Oh, that was the original. Got it. And then it's like these women that I feel like are just normal Orange County housewives. Like they're, you know, a little... They're a little chunkier. Like they're not all Botoxed up. Yeah. And now it's... Everybody's super skinny. Mm -hmm. Everybody looks fake. Mm -hmm. Their lips are like plumped out to here. Yeah. It's the evolution of reality TV into something that's good, and then it turns into something that's... That's ugly. It's, like, debasing. Yeah. And cancer-giving. Well, and it's also... It's, like, the whole... You're watching them keep up with the Joneses, right? And they're buying these things that are out of their means, and you're in the news, they've gone bankrupt. They're in jail. They're in jail for fraud. Mm-hmm. All that shit. Lu- Countess Luen de Lesseps or whatever. <laughs> she's she's in, in rehab. <gasps> hmm. She's been in rehab a few times. Mm. Is that yeah. shocking? No, but it's just like you, for fame, at, oh. to what end? To what end? <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> and then uh, Sheree, Sheree Whitfield. Yeah. She just built that house, right? That's like everyone's talking about her house, which. It, can she afford that house? Mm. I mean, she, there's a nightclub in her house. Does she need a nightclub in her house? How do you know all this? Exactly. <laughs> Does she need a VIP section in her nightclub? Because it has one. Does it really? I, it's like, oh are you God. fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> she's trying to own a business. She is. So she's off the show now because I think there's some shenanigans that happened in the last season. And so they kicked her off. And so she's not. She's trying to pimp her house and like make that the story to like other reality shows who are interviewing her and whatnot. And why am I watching this? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm invested in Sheree, okay? Sheree, who had that fashion show with no fashions. That was season, episode one, or season one, where she was like trying to be a fashion designer. And then she had a fashion show. With no fashions. With literally nothing. (laughs) Except her, the sketches. (laughs) That were on on easels. (laughs) 
<laughs> Terrible. Um, Speaking of fashion, yeah. I also like um, Project Runway. Oh, yes. Project Runway. Yes. That is it's a great like show. 16th season is coming up. See, the difference with that is is these are talented people. Right. They ha- they're showcasing exactly. high levels of talent, right. and I eat it up so much when I watch it. Is Heidi Klum still involved? Um, yes. But you know, the Project Runaway All-Stars, which I also watch, is a little bit different mm-hmm. because Alyssa Milano is, right. is the host. Yeah. Which she's, she um, isn't as great. No. Like, she's, yeah. Um, but I'm yeah, rooting Heidi, for her. Heidi Klum is still there. But they're going then. back to Bravo. They are? Um, because they were dropped from They're Lifetime. on Lifetime. Yeah, they were on Lifetime, but then they were dropped. By Lifetime. Um, Interesting. Now they're going back to Bravo. I like that Bravo better. Yeah. I don't know why. Because who watches Lifetime? Okay. But Christian Siriano came out of, of uh, Project yeah. Runway. And we he... love, he's huge. Yeah. I follow him on the gram. Do you? Oh, yeah. He he was the one that made Fierce like a nationwide Fierce. colloquialism. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the right word? <laughs> it's in, in our vernacular. vernacular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay, so buzz words, buzz phrases that you always hear reality show. Under the bus. Throw me under the bus. That's, Thrown that's under the bus. Um, I didn't come here to make friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like right? Big Brother does that a lot. Mm-hmm. And the other one that I like, I could think of and I hate it so much. I'm here to let them know I'm a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that every single time, right? <laughs> I feel like there are more than that. It has to be. But that's something that's like just great on my nerves. Find something new to say, people. Have y'all known anyone to go on a reality show? January wasn't, um, you know, she was she was on Housewives of Orange County. Um, really? I mean, a, she, like a trainer? She was serving <laughs> them oh. dinner. <laughs> so Brian Malarkey he does an episode where he makes a private dinner for for the women and uh, so they're buddies Brian and January are and so he asked her to be the server oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah and so she's saying and this is one of my gripes is that it's so highly produced yeah it's not reality yeah so there's like so there's like a um, uh, what do you call it there's a bug in their ear a producer saying all right get on the table and make sure that you can see where people's hands are and do this thing so they're creating the drama um, as as it unfolds, you know. So it's, yeah, there's, it's not real. That's why Terrace House, I love it, because it's so weird. That's because <laughs> it's not scripted. And there's letting shit happen naturally, you know. I want to talk about the Duggars. Oh, oh God. God. I just, I feel like I need a bath. Right so now. again, perspective, right? <laughs> I mean. All right, go. So, <laughs> you open this can of worms, go. Um, again, a lot of people in the South Yes. Love, they love that the show. Duggars. It's a big mm-hmm. family. And they have 19, 19 kids. And for some reason, they have just really they took off. taken off. And my favorite news site, people.com, always reporting on the Duggars. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Even now? Nobody cares about yeah. them anymore. Well, some people care about well, some them. Some people, yeah. Uh. But they're just... What bothers me most about is the her hair. Oh, her hair is terrible. <laughs> well, they name all their children with a J. Isn't it like Jebediah? Oh. I thought they were all all taken from like Bible. Yeah, they are all yeah. biblical names. 
But you know that they're convincing themselves that doing the show is a good idea because they're like preaching the word of right. Christ. Right. When really it's just because they're making a lot of they're money. They're making that money. Yeah. They're getting that diaper money. And they're getting their notoriety mm-hmm. and like that. For 15 minutes. Yeah. The yeah. hip, hip, hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. <laughs> the hypocrisy is astounding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, and then. It's the controversy. Ashley Madison drama. Oh. So all these, like, super Christian guys are, like, having affairs on Ashley Madison. And then their little subservient wives forgive them because they've now seen the Lord. But the other controversy. What was the other controversy? Stop it. You don't know this? Mm -hmm. Where the brother was... Oh, 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 yeah. yeah. We we talked about this. Yes. Where he violated his sisters. But, I mean, come on, man. It's, you know, I mean, right. And not only that, but worse is that they were trying to cover it up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was it was the cover-up so that they keep their image, so that they keep their show going. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Yeah. That's bullshit. That poor, this, yeah, the girls. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hope they find peace with all that shit. But to cover it Blame up. Blame your parents. You know what I mean? It's just gross. Yeah. Yeah, I need a shower. Um, another favorite I have no gripes about this well my gripe is that we don't have this in America Um, the great British baking show Um, have you seen that oh my god it is a it's exactly what it sounds like (laughs) (laughs) it's a baking competition in um, in in Britain um, and it is the most heartwarming thing you'll ever see um, because everyone's rooting for each other, you know, like, they go through these, like, three competitions per, um, episode, um, and someone gets eliminated, but the thing is, like, they're trying to help each other out, I mean, like, if I have time, like, I'll cut out, you know, some of your red pieces, whatever, mm-hmm. um, and you're just, like, rooting for every single person, and they do really nice, uh, you know, little puff pieces on each contestant oh. to get to know the family and their background. That's very important. It is. And, like, the judges are awesome. Um, they're very sweet, and they're very English. Um, I'll have to catch an episode. It's so good. I mean, I think there's four seasons out, and I fucking ugly cry <laughs> at the end of each single one. That's actually one of my gripes about reality TV. Is, is what? Is sentimentality. Like, the sob stories. Like, So You Think like You Can what? Dance is oh, really bad. Yes. Um, or American Idol, even. Right. Yeah, the voice. Or the yes. voice. I just hate well, sentimentality. Also, because I feel like that gives that person a leg up on the competition. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, yes and no. If they all have a sob story, I don't think... It gives any of them. You're saying that they all have a sob story? Yeah, most of oh. them do. I would say... Maybe that's you know, changed. Two-thirds of, like, contestants on these reality TV shows have, like, some, like, drama or trauma mm. in their life that, you know, the producers want to put on television for, obviously, to get people to watch. Right, but I feel like that's... If it's with everyone that's new, because back when I was watching American Idol season one, not everyone got that puff piece. It was a select few people, and they made it further than the competition. Do you know what I mean? Because uh-huh. you felt like you know them more, and right. so like I'm gonna vote for that person instead. But now it's like a central feature. Oh, is it? Yeah, every single person. Yeah. Uh, every single person. Mm-hmm. Yelp. So yes. I want to talk about a new type of reality TV. What you got? On mm-hmm. YouTube. 
God. So uh, yeah. only moms are going to know what I'm about to talk about because... Um, Peppa Pig? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so Charlotte likes to watch... So YouTube has a whole other division called YouTube Kids. It's a separate app, and it's mostly clean That's content. Mm-hmm. I say clean? mostly because some people, like anybody can upload videos and then it's oh. up to like the YouTube editors Tough. to make sure oh, that. That's legit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I keep an eye out on what Charlotte's watching. As a mother does. <laughs> but um, I mean, I'm not like always, you know, beside how, whatever. I think she's seen fine things. Yeah. She loves to watch these families that video themselves and just put their lives up on YouTube. Okay. <laughs> so, for example, it would be like me, Aaron, and Charlotte just like living our lives at home. And I'm just carrying, you know, my your video, phone your around. Phone. And I'm like, all right, guys, uh, we're just getting ready to eat dinner. Like, Charlotte doesn't really like spaghetti, so I made her chicken nuggets. Don't eat too many chicken nuggets, Charlotte. Like, this is pretty much what it is. And it's like, oh no, Bella went pee on the floor. Bella. Is it real? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's and they just upload it to YouTube, and people like my daughter eat it up. What? I think it's crazy. <laughs> I think you have to be mentally ill to want to do that. Uh huh. Because that like they'll showcase like their bathroom flooding. Oh no, Aaron, come down. The bathroom's flooding. <laughs> and I'm like, why are you holding like if your bathroom is flooding, why are you like right. doing Call the this? plumber first. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this reminds me of what you showed me last night. Yes. With I don't remember the name of I was showing him ASMR. The oh, the, the, the the Oh yeah. Where she's like eating eating. Yes. Just eating food. Pickles. And whispering pickles. Yeah. And eating crunchy things. Yeah. Like he was talking about... I was like, it's just a phenomenon that yeah. people are like obsessed with watching people eat and they can hear what's happening in their mouths. It's like, it's bizarre. Super bizarre. Yeah. That's, so, that's reality-ish. Yeah, that's a, I would that, say That's so. reality adjacent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, your, that's your word <laughs> of the day. It's adjacent, yes. Um, so then there's another, there's this kid who has his own YouTube show. It's called Ryan's Toy Review. And companies send him toys, yes. and he unboxes the toys. That's a whole thing. Yeah, and Charlotte loves it. And I'm also like, the parents are, you know, I have a problem with parents profiting off their children mm. because you can see what happened. The I've been telling you for years that you have to profit off of Charlotte because she's so damn cute. <laughs> you could, and she's so charming. And you haven't you seen my own YouTube yet. channel. Yeah. But it would F her up. I'm not willing to F her up for a couple dollars in my pocket. Well, what about know. a few million? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everything is the price. <laughs> so, so she watches those. Yeah. And um, I mean, she will be completely engrossed uh-huh. in it. And so this past weekend, um, you know, when I had those children at my house, Smith, who's closest in age to Charlotte, he's four, he would be like, we'd be like doing something new and he wouldn't be holding the camera but he would be talking to us and he'd be like hey guys I'm back and we're getting ready to eat you know he's emulating yes I mean it's like a thing this is such a huge thing and I just think it's crazy I mean it's it is it's so interesting isn't it like Mm -hmm. what how is this going to impact them 
like, are they going to be more, like, better spokespeople? <laughs> you know, like, how is this benefiting their lives? Yeah, I mean, obviously when they're doing that, they're, like, exercising those higher-order thinking skills, like emulation and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's it's interesting from an educational standpoint. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't... But, like, negative side effects. What, what, what that would there's like, a, what's Ryan going to do when people aren't sending him toys? Mm, right. Right. Because oh. it's also, like, this reinforcement as well. So yes. when they don't get that reinforcement. Those endorphin kicks yeah. when a toy comes. Right. Or what do they call it? Dopamine? Dopamine, uh-huh. The dopamine. <laughs> Receptors. Yeah. Oh, let's pray for him, y'all. Oh, gosh. Let's <laughs> um, So I, I want to talk about, like, the worst reality shows that have been out there. I think we touched on a few already. Yeah. <laughs> a few. A few. Do you remember a show called The Swan? <gasps> yes. Was this? that the one where on they... ABC. Yeah, where they went under like plastic surgery? Yes, for multiple things at the same time. This was on ABC. It was on ABC this called The like Swan. A, a Bravo or an FX or an E. No, it was on mainstream. It was on ABC, y'all. Yeah. yeah, and so she'd get a nose job and then a brow lift and then a... Uh, breast implants and then liposuction and it was like out of control right well you know that's how extreme makeover started oh yeah Mm. that's how extreme makeover started and then they went to like extreme makeover home edition Mm. Um, right right yeah so. But it was like, and again, it was like that sentimentality of like, I have a shitty life, you guys. Da, 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 right. da. And then also, like, they get all this plastic surgery and they tell you, you know, like, oh, Barb got her, her boobs reacted or you know, all that stuff. I remember the outline yes. of the people. And it's like, brruh, brruh, brruh. It's and like, then like, it went, yes. And it would tell you how much each procedure costs. And it was like, you know, $150,000 worth of procedures done and then like the reveal I can't believe comes. this is on mainstream remember that shit yes. and then they're standing in front of a curtain the curtain opens with a mirror behind it and they see themselves for the first time it's like oh my god this was in what early 2000s maybe yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. remember I, that shit I, I remember being in high school and, and now we're all body posse <laughs> thank god right it's funny because if you read Roxane Gay's Hunger mm-hmm. um, her memoir she talks a lot about reality TV shows mm-hmm. Like that, like the biggest loser, like oh, I always stay in there my six hundred pound life and stuff like that. Just like um, the voyeurism that goes on yeah. into those as like a spectacle, mm, right? Um, and like the the ramifications of that, yeah. So, so remember Heidi from the Hills mm-hmm. and uh, how she got her H for Heidi, <laughs> <laughs> but then all that plastic surgery she had done too. Yeah, it was that same thing. Like she had, I think someone was like some doctor wanted to get famous so so he agreed to do all these procedures on her and it's like she was gorgeous already and then she looks like a robot now you know yeah like it's just sad and then there's this thing called the bad girls club have you heard of this show? I've heard of it <laughs> and I don't understand it for the most part I feel like okay so it's a group of women that are in a home together and whoever is their last wins and so you can like harass each other until someone leaves is essentially the premise, I Yikes. think. Okay. And there's like this, I and I just watched snippets of it on Instagram because I can't, I mean, it's too much already, right? Mm-hmm. And I just saw an episode or a snippet where there's two camps and then one camp decided to take the other camp's clothes and cut them all up and like put them in, you know, the yard and they, they vandalized all their shit. And it was like, 
this is awful. Yeah. And there's like all these fights that happen and I just feel like at what point are producers um, liable? Because they watched this happen. You know, they decided not to intervene ever and the fights happen and you know what I mean? I think it's... I guess bizarre. they have them sign a waiver saying anything that you bring with you can be destroyed <laughs> in the name of the bad girls club. <laughs> um, what about 16 and pregnant? I mean, that's just like... Mississippi, that's a life. <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. <laughs> that's a life. <laughs> Guys, I went to high, you know, I'm not from Mississippi, but there were like lots of pregnant people in my high school. In oh, South yeah. Carolina. I mean, that was just a thing. That's just a thing in the South. Yes. To get pregnant when you're in high school. What about I didn't know I was pregnant? <laughs> There's that show yeah. too. <laughs> that's more of dramatization, right? It's the actual people, but. Um, Only after. Exactly. Yeah. After. <laughs> after they have cramps and go to the bathroom. I thought I just had a burrito in my belly, and all of a sudden, oh, it was like a baby kick. It was in the toilet. <laughs> uh, the last piece I want to talk about um, is sort of the whole Kardashian influence. Mm. They um, really have influenced us. So, you know Lawrence Fishburne, that actor? Mm-hmm. So, he has a daughter. Her name is, is Montana. And um, a Wait, few years ago, <laughs> a few years ago, she came out and um, she was saying how she was going to do a sex video. And I was like, wait, why? And she's like, well, look at Kim Kardashian. Her sex video came out and then her career blew up. But it's like, she has a career? Okay. And so she went through with it. She did this weird sex video and um, nothing came of it, except she's now on videotape doing her deeds. <laughs> but the fact that a, a person would think that that's a way to garner success is because Kim Kardashian had a sex video that came out? I mean, that's what happened. <laughs> like, Kim Kardashian had a sex tape, and then all of a sudden, little by little, their family is now this weird um, empire. Yes. Was that really the impetus for... Uh, for her to well, come on the scene? Well, she was a Paris Hilton-like hanger-on right. back in the party days. And then... And then uh, it was Ray J? <laughs> Wasn't it Ray yeah, J? Yeah, it was Ray J. <laughs> he released their sex tape, and then it was, like, scandalous. And then she got her own reality show and all this stuff. Now she's meeting with 45 in the office. Oh, my God. Talking about prison sentences. And then her sister, Kylie, right? She is... On target to be the like yeah. a billionaire with her lip kits, with her terrible lip kits. Which people actually swear by. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> oh my God. I have not purchased a Kylie lip kit, mm-hmm. but yeah, people like people are into them. Yeah, I mean, I kind of blame the Kardashians for the situation that we're in. <laughs> I kind of blame reality TV because, as you see, you know, you start with one thing, then you end up with a whole other because. Basically, Americans just want to watch people fight. Mm, I think we're all, like, malicious at heart, and that's why we have... Well, we forgot to talk about The Apprentice. Do we have to? (laughs) I mean, that was his Mm -hmm. show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That made a household name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ugh. I did watch that show, too. When it was earlier on. Right. Earlier Earlier on. Earlier on, yeah. You fired. Um, and then my last point that I was going to talk about was um, Instagram stories. Because now people think that they can be their own, like, 
kind of reality show. But aren't we? With an Insta In some story. weird way, you know? I guess if you have that mentality. Like, I love people who I follow on Instagram who are just posting random shit. You know what I mean? I'm like, I can buy that. Like, what do you mean? What specify random? Um, Is that an oxymoron? Like, it'll be like a picture of their kids. And then it'll be a picture of their big toenail that's having fungus <laughs> oh on God. it. Do you know what I mean? It's like, okay, you're not, you don't care about what's, what you're posting. And I love that. Do you know what I mean? They're so off-brand that they're on-brand. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Whereas I feel like there's people that try way too hard to quote-unquote curate, curate their shit. And it's really annoying. Yeah. Right? I love Instagram stories as well. Yeah. However, if all your Instagram stories are like you telling me stories, I'm not watching it. Like, what do you mean? Like, if you're talking into the camera and you're like, oh, right now I'm sitting at the airport and this crazy thing happened. Uh, like, to me, that's you trying to have your, like, own reality <laughs> show on Instagram stories. And I don't want that. Because it's curated. Uh-huh. I'm like, if you're trying too hard, I yeah. can tell. I'd much rather see your big toenail. Right. Or your matcha latte. That was really good. <laughs> I would. Because Instagram is like, Instagram is your curated post. We always bring it back to the social media. <laughs> but the Instagram stories are where things get a little wild. Because <laughs> they go away. And you, and you can count on them to go away. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so, interesting enough, this reminds me of a story that I just saw um, where, again, it's being, it's someone's videotaping this on their camera. Um, and, they're at a restaurant, and they are talking to their server and saying, hey, how's your day going? And he's like, well, not, not great. You know, and he's like, oh, I felt that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave you a $100 tip. And the, the server becomes very emotional and very thankful. But why are you recording it? Do you know what I mean? Sentimentality. I know, but it's like, <laughs> can you do Clearly. a good thing? Does a good thing happen if it's not exactly. caught on Without camera? Right, broadcasting it. Yeah. And so, was I touched by it? I was. But at the same time, I was like, but why are you recording this? Like, I feel like the motive shifts a little bit when it's being recorded. For sure. And I don't like yes. that, you know? That's like another reality thing, you know? It's reality adjacent. <laughs> Oh, that's gonna be the title of this episode reality adjacent I like it see we're a very organic brand you guys you know <laughs> buy into it only the best then my gripes um anything else Shane nothing else cool thanks for hanging with yeah, us yeah thanks for coming to thanks for inviting sit with me. us today I did bring croissants you oh, did. Yes, I was gonna bring bagels, um, but <laughs> I was I was vetoed. Bagels. <laughs> you wanted a bagel, but I was vetoed from going to Panera Bread. So. <laughs> and they didn't have bagels at Cafe Ladro. 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 Whatever. Thanks. Um, so we'll have a little snack after. So we got like some it. snacks. We might eat them on the air. And get, those. get those sounds. <laughs> We're going to have all these people fetishly <laughs> no. subscribing. I'll do hashtag, what is it, ASMR. ASMR. Oh my <laughs> you guys, thanks for listening. Um, reach out to us with your hate mail, your love mail, your feedback. Find us in all of the stuff. And um, thegripepodcast at gmail.com, and we will talk to you next week. All right. <gasps> Bye. Bye. <laughs>